Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Happy Labor Day weekend to everybody. Hopefully you get good plans for uh, hanging out with family and friends. But right now, hanging out with us here at Eat Sleep Podcast. <laughs> uh, FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Uh, we've got several things to talk about today. The main crux of the episode going to be the um, preview for AEW's All Out. Uh, that is happening tomorrow night on pay-per-view, so we're going to talk about that. But before we get into all of that, uh, we got to get the business out of the way. Of course, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. That's where you can find our episodes all the time. The most recent episode will always be posted up there under the media tab, right? You click that and it says ESPR. Bam, you're in. Other than that, find us on your major podcasting apps. All of them. Search for them. ESPR Wrestling. That's what you got to search. Then give us a five-star rating and a review when you subscribe. We appreciate that. It helps us immensely. Like, seriously, I say that to you every week. It really does help us. Um, and in addition to that, uh, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99. And last but not least, good old fashioned. I feel like this is becoming snail mail these days because almost nobody <laughs> it does it anymore. ESPR at FM99.com if you want to send us an email. Um, so we'll get right into things today. Uh, Dave's a very busy, important man. He's got things to do today. So we have to make sure we get everything in as quickly as we can. Uh, good morning, mom. Hey, Philip, how's it going? Hello, Philip. Um, uh, by the way, if you want, if you're watching this somewhere, you throw a comment in, you can join in the conversation. Um, so I guess we'll start with uh, some of the biggest news relating to NXT. Um, oh boy, there's an NXT takeover. You get it? <laughs> uh-huh. you but not you a get it? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> NXT was consistently. Uh, NXT was consistently one of the better things to watch because it wasn't anything like the main roster. Um, Well, that's going to change because it seems like now the general vision for NXT is being controlled by Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and Kevin Dunn. Yay. Uh, The the, the report I'm seeing, according to Brian Alvarez, uh, uh, Dave Meltzer, is that it's going to be like the old NXT. Now, does that mean like the old NXT, like when we first got NXT and they had those, uh, you know, you had your... uh, Mentors, is that what we're going with, or are we going know. when it was like you know down in Florida and like you barely saw it, and then you know the production was really scaled back, or is it going to be glitz and glamour? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you can scale the production back too much because now they've got a TV deal. They have to make it look a certain, at least a certain level. Um, it very well could be, Philip. My concern is that they say that the day to day operations will still be in the hands of Triple H and Shawn Michaels and William Regal and them. Which is good, but that being said, they also said that Vince McMahon has carte blanche over everything, so he has the you know the authority to say no. Um, which, if I remember correctly, he just did that on Monday and ripped up two scripts and then decided to write the whole show himself. Um, which is why none of like almost none of the advertised matches we had advertised happened. Uh, morning, Michael. Um, we're we're mourning the the impending uh, death of NXT here, um, the doom of NXT. It's um. It's not going to be. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll pl- be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not. I'm really not planning on being surprised. Well, Sean, we, we already got the new colorful logo, and apparently, you know, the the whole look. I, I guess is it going to be that color scheme? You know, is this going to be the, uh, you know, the the bright WCW of the uh, '90s before the NWO I, took over? <laughs> I feel like I've seen that bright rainbowy colorful logo some uh, somewhere before. Um, hmm, uh, dynamite. Yeah. Well, well hey, this, oh, I, that color scheme looks familiar. I'm going to watch this show. Uh, yeah, you know, it, I, it, it, uh... it, it's, a, it's a shame 
I mean, the, I think the thing with NXT that happened is, you know, we got so used to these guys coming up, graduating, if you will. I know it wasn't supposed to be developmental, um, but, you know, you always wait on certain guys going through. And then you had certain guys that, you know, at, at some point with like Adam Cole, mm. uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, you know, Tomasa, where it's like, well, what else can you do with these guys? Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, new talent stopped coming in, or if they did, it just you know there was always that oh we got to refresh, refresh, and I don't know what happened. I, I don't know if it was going live every week and people got overexposed and exposed to weaknesses, uh, or just Dynamite had a better show. I think Dynamite just had the hotter show. I mean, without, without a doubt, I think that's what it was. Um, Dynamite, on top of which, Dynamite had names you know, you know NXT had names that most people weren't familiar with, and that's not their fault. That's who they had. Uh, yeah. The whole point is you, you, you're trying to build those names into people they know. But Dynamite had names people recognized. Dynamite had Sting. Dynamite had Christian. Dynamite had the Young Bucks. Dynamite had, I mean, they had they had names people were going to be familiar with and yeah. flip over to see. And not to mention the fact that Dynamite was the shiny new toy on the street. You know what I mean? That's the, it's the people want to check out the shiny new toy and see if they like it. You know? Yeah, because I was always talking, you know, when takeovers would happen, it would be, oh, man, you know, uh, this takeover was better than the SummerSlam that it was, uh, you know, yeah. the same weekend or better than th this event. Uh, you know, there was that. Now you don't hear that. I mean, the last takeover was great, but, you know, it, it's the buzz not there. They got to figure out how to get the buzz back. Well, I don't think they're going to get the buzz back. I think the, the I think the objective Vince has here is that he doesn't want the buzz back generally. He he. Apparently, there's a rumor. There's a rumor, a report going around that it is going back to being a quote unquote developmental uh, program. So we're going to see a lot of people that are not ready for for main primetime TV. Um, and they've already talked about Vince and them are now controlling who's at the top of the card. They're going to control who gets pushed and who doesn't. And uh, they specifically referenced in the report a changing of the guard. In the sense that Vince is probably going to let a lot of guys um, that we're used to at that top of that card either slide down the card or just let them go in, you know, in general. Yeah, um, and they're going to be replaced with with people that Vince wants there. Big guys, Sean. Big guys, bigger, better, better. Like it was in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and nobody over thirty. You cannot become a superstar if you're thirty-five and you're in independence. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Yeah, and that part cracks me up. Hold on. I understand that he was a bigger dude, but didn't Batista start wrestling when he was like 34 or something, 35 or whatever? Like he didn't even touch a wrestling ring until then. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Sure. He, he's the exception to the rule, I guess. But uh, Diamond Dallas Page was a late bloomer, but he was a WCW guy. Yeah. Uh, Philip, I don't doubt it. Philip said he heard that some big names might be on the NXT chopping block soon. Um, I've heard some names thrown around that really bum me out. Uh, I've heard uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, uh, Timothy Thatcher. Um, I heard about um, Kyle O'Reilly uh, and a few others. And uh, now those aren't guarantees, but they're names that I've heard. And it's it's not – I'm not hopeful. Uh, I'm just not hopeful. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'll, I'll at least give it a chance, but I'm, I'm, I'm not hopeful. You know what I wish they could do? The, the, I uh, I wish they could do like a trade to like with AEW. Hey, we'll give you uh, Tomasa Chapa if we can have uh, you know uh, Luchasaurus or you know, this guy or, or something. I don't, want Vince anywhere, I don't want Vince anywhere near Luchasaurus. <laughs> Luchasaurus is great. Leave him alone. Yeah. Um, so in any event, it is what it is. Um, we'll see how it goes when the rebrand starts. I think the 
the rumors are that it, it might start on the 14th or the 17th or something like that. Um, so yeah. we'll see. We'll find out. Um, and up next, uh, this is this is sadder news. This is um, genuinely sad. Uh, many of you know this already. Uh, Shannon Spruill, better known as Daphne Hunger, passed away recently. Um, it was a horrible situation. Um, horrible, horrible. Late, uh, I think Wednesday night um, or Thursday night. Uh, either one. I do. The other well, day she put. Called- she posted an Instagram live video and uh, she very clearly seemed to be distressed. Um, she was reading what appeared to be a suicide note. By the way, we should go ahead and just bring up right now. This is a, a trigger warning for anybody watching or listening um, that this will be a discussion about suicide and everything. So please, if that's, if that's a trigger for you, this is, this is just the heads up here. Um, and thank you for putting that number up there, Dave. Uh, for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast later, that's 800-273-8255. Please, if you feel like you need help, reach out um, because you are loved and you are wanted in this world. Um, <clears throat> Daphne's video seemed very scary, and it got scarier because at the end of it, people saw what they believed to be a pistol in her hand um, <clears throat> or next to her. And uh, it was frightening. Uh, I, along with a lot of the wrestling community, was panicking all that morning, the early, early, early morning, um, hoping for an update on her, trying to repost to, to figure out what was going on. Like, it's like the, the, repost the story, not the video. And, for, and I'm going to throw that out there right now. Do not share that video. That's disgusting uh, and disrespectful um, and potentially triggering to somebody else in a very similar situation. Um, she... Uh, she was she was a big big influence in 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 the nineties and the late nineties and the early two thousands uh, for w, she was in WCW. Um, she paired up with uh, uh, I think she was with David Flair and Crowbar at the yeah. time. And um, but she was so much fun to watch. She was just the wild. She was the wild goth chick, um, and she was a blast to watch. Well, yeah, in a time when you know it's all about you know the, the hot girls with you know certain attributes. You know she was like. The opposite of that, but it was so refreshing, Sean. Oh, I like, know. And, and you know, and, and just you know, the screams she could do. She was um, a scream queen. That was her thing. And, and, and just like you said, you know, this the, the the character, and especially with like David Flair, and you had somebody that was like, you know, the total opposite coming in. And the crowbar thing fits so well. Ugh. I didn't care about David Flair, but once you paired Daphne in there, all of a sudden <laughs> I started paying attention. Yeah. Um, and then she, when she was in a TNA, uh, still being Daphne, and uh, then later I think she played uh, um, the gov- uh, the governor. I think yeah. that was her name, where she was imitating Sarah Palin, um, which was just wild. She was just so fun. She took every character she had and she ran with it. And... Um, I, I really loved watching her. She was she was clearly an early influence for some characters I love today, like Rosemary. Um, it's just heartbreaking to see uh, this happen. Um, she she clearly was not in a good place. Um, I don't know if this was due to and I, I don't know what it was from. Obviously depression. Obviously and uh, you know uh, a, a horrible horrible situation she found herself in that ended tragically. Um, and I just I don't. I'm tired of seeing stories like this. Um, and I don't yeah. say that like I'm angry at her or anything. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm sorry for people. I, I, I'm sad 
and I don't want anybody to be going through this. It, it, it's it's tough, Sean, because um, you know when we did the, we've been in this podcast for a long time, and you know we we've lost wrestlers either uh, you know from from our youth growing up. Um, you know, last year losing uh, Brodus, uh, and, the, and then Daphne is somebody that you know has been part of our lives for a long time, and you know you become you know, they become your sentimental favorite, if you will. You know, maybe not as somebody that's going to win matches, but you love the character. You fall yeah. in love with that character. And, and well, she, was, she just had and, that. And she was so young. She was only 46 years old, I think. Yeah. And um, and I had interacted with her more than once online and, and everything. We had little, little, little conversations back and forth on Twitter and everything. And Shannon Sproul, the woman, was always sweet, always willing to to speak out to her, to talk to her fans, to interact. To She was always such a good person. Um, when it came to interacting with her fans and it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking is what it is. It, it is. And you can see the wrestling community, how much she was a big part of that, you know, with Mick Absolutely. Foley, you know, looking yes. out for her. Um, WWE, and, WWE posted, a, a did a, did a graphic for her. Uh, and I mean, to be perfectly honest, she has no real connection to WWE. No. Whatsoever. But clearly they felt the need to do that. They, they felt whether, and this isn't a time for brand battles. Uh, it, it, you know, they they felt the need to do it, and they did it, and they offered um, mental health uh, service services to the to the wrestlers there, the employees there. Um, and I, I don't care what the I, everybody's you know, Carl Anderson wanted to be crappy about it, but I don't care. It was the right thing for them to do in that moment. It was, and especially offering counseling. I think that yeah. it's a big part. Agreed. That Agreed. is really big. Uh, what's could we pay? Uh, let's pay our tributes. To uh, to Shannon Spiro, uh Daphne, and um, our ten bell salute, which I hate doing these, but we got to pay tribute. And uh, now we will effort to switch gears here, which is always hard to do, but uh, we will effort to switch gears here. And uh, now it is time for the AEW All Out preview. That show is this weekend on pay-per-view. After much struggling with Bleacher Report, I finally was able to purchase the pay-per-view. So I'm very excited about that. So I'll be watching that tomorrow night. Uh, You know, it's it's always curious timing. And I know know, the the shows fall when they fall, but on the Labor Day weekend, uh, Sunday nights. I, I hope it works out for him, considering the card and who we might see yeah, at some yeah. point on the show. Um, but you know, it is what it is, business-wise. And uh, I'm, this is actually kind of a fun card. Oh, the card is great. I'm excited for the card itself, not just for who we might see. Yeah. Um, I'm very pumped for the show. I will say one of the things I'm excited about AEW is slowly winning me over because they're becoming more must-watch TV than anybody else, and. I also like the blend of all the different stuff on there. There's so many different styles. There's so many different. I really enjoy that. It's not one particular style, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and it's, it's it's this is I said this online. 
this is the fe- I have the feeling about this pay per view that I the level like I, I can get excited about a pay per view. I mean that's that happens, but this is a different kind of excitement. This is what I used to feel in the nineties, as you know when I was younger, yeah. and I haven't felt that in a long, long time about a pay per view. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, so let's uh, I go right ahead, Dave. If you want to pre pre show, yeah. this yeah. is added to the pre show because we had to move something off the pre show. So yeah, that that's right. Yeah, because uh, the former Andrade uh, not available to wrestle against Pac because Pac's got travel issues. But the uh, yeah, match- we, so now I'm wondering if we're going to get an Andrade match anyway because he posted something uh, Andrade did. It said Andrade de El Idolo versus, and it said question marks. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if maybe he'll walk out and do an open challenge or something. Open challenge, probably, or, or promo of some kind, you know, because he's got TV time allowed to him. Uh, there's, so there's, the show. Yes, the pre-show, the pre-show. Best Friends and Jurassic Express, who I love, yes. uh, versus the Hardy Family Office, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and the Hybrid 2. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming Matt Hardy will be at ringside. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll actually be in the ring. I don't know. It depends I get, it, it depends on how many people are there. Because um, currently, the Best Friends, last time I checked, is just... Uh, Wheeler, Yuta, and um, Chuck? No, well, no, Orange Cassidy, Chuck, and, and Wheeler, Yuta. Yeah. Oh, it's all three of them. Okay, they're all yeah, three yeah. in the match. Okay. Yeah, so it's, right. a ten, it's a 10 man tag match. So. All right. In Jurassic yeah. Express, you get Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So Matt Hardy, Private Party, and uh, the Hybrid 2. Got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a pre show match. You want to sell people on, on, on the show. I'm thinking you have to have Jurassic Express and the best friends go over. That, that's what I'm thinking too. If you're going to put Orange Orange Cassidy on the pre-show, by the way, can we, can we, can we? <laughs> uh, yeah. But the one thing I'm going to say is it doesn't often feel like if if you don't have something big and they put you on the pre-show, it doesn't really feel like a demotion. It feels like a good spot to be in because they still give they give their pre-show matches time to work. They do. I will give them credit for that. That's one thing yeah. they do give the pre-show matches time because I mean, you got to fill an hour. I, I don't need an hour preview the summary of the pay-per-view. I'm already watching. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, don't don't yell, Sean, but. Uh... <laughs> I dude, I'm with, I'm with you. I I relate. But to me, if like if you give me a great wrestling match, I'm like eh, you know, I gotta see the rest of the show. I don't I don't need a five minute promo on on so and so that I'm gonna see the exact same promo during the show. Yeah, and I think the smart thing here is that I mean, if you have best friends in Jurassic Express who will be kid friendly acts, yeah. um, they need to win because if you know if the kids are watching, the kids are you're trying to sell the the, the family on buying it. The kids are gonna want to get it if Jurassic Express and best friends win. Uh, because they'll be excited if yes. Matt Hardy and them win, they may not be as excited and may not be urging their parents to buy the pay per view. But I don't know. I'm just saying. I think you're going to go best friends in Jurassic Express. I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So. All right. So the next match is the uh, the 21 women Casino Battle Royal for the NXT Women's World Championship match. Uh, I you mean AEW oh, World's Championship. A- what did I say? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said NXT. Oh well. Okay. Well, let's go for the bigger title, the NXT AEW. Yeah. So uh, that's your list, ladies, plus one mystery lady. Um, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it's Ruby Soho. Yeah, that, that's Ruby my guess. Soho. That's my guess. Uh, and if it is Ruby Soho, uh, I'm just gonna pick Ruby Soho to win. Really? Yeah. Because wow. well, you know what? It, it, my my original pick was Thunder Rosa. Um, because they're they're clearly building back to her and Britt Baker, right? Yeah. But, I, but I don't know if we're going back there yet. You know, I feel like I feel like Baker's little reign is going to be longer. But so I guess it could be anybody, really. I don't know. I didn't know. You could pick anybody out of this list and they could probably give us something good. Well, I think I'm going to go for a fresher matchup. So probably no Nyla Rose, probably no Thunder for a while. Uh, no big swole. 
Um, I don't want to. Well, Swole just came back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Red Velvet would be cool, but not going to happen. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with like a dark horse, like uh, Amy Sakura. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. It, just something different because, yeah. like you said, because Thunder's going to happen. Yeah. We, you we know what? Know. I'm changing my vote. I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Ty Conti. Okay. I'm going to go Ty Conti, just because she's on a little, been on a little bit of a roll lately. Uh, the fans are starting to respond to her and stuff. And again, it, I'm expecting this winner to not actually take the belt off of Britt Baker. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's to be a good showcase for Conti. Um, okay. And she's, she's improved immensely in the uh, ring since her NXT days. It, 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 it's a good choice too. I, and I think it's somebody, you know what, it is, it's a good showcase. Yep. And then, but you know, but it's yeah too early for Britt and we'll get to her uh, a little bit later. Uh, this show, uh, or I should say the former show, uh, Paul White, this is a QT Marshall. I don't need to see his butt. And you know what's so funny about this match is this match is this match is the popcorn match. This yeah, is the yeah. match where everybody goes to the concession stand. Don't get me wrong; some people will be excited to be Paul, see Paul White in the ring. Um, but I mean, really, this can't go anyway. But Paul White winning, and I say that, but of course, they'll swerve me. Five guys will jump the bit. Will jump the big show, or, or Billy Gunn and the Gun Club will jump the big show, and uh, QT will end up winning. But I, I just realistically Paul White should win this match but I say that I think it also makes sense for QT Marshall to win because oh boy could he brag about that yeah he could but I, I don't see this match going more than five minutes I mean I, I, can't I don't think it. it'll be long yeah I think five to five to eight minutes is all you're getting and that's that's it um and I think man I, I'm trying to think of who to pick here uh, I, I'm gonna go with Paul White. It would be weird to have his first match and he loses. It would. It would. You're right. His first, his first WWE match, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, uh, so, do it, Sean. Do it. All right. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go QT just on the outside, just for the dark, just, just for the, just for the, the weird swerve. Well, you'll get the bragging rights. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, former WWE people, interesting card. Uh, the TNT Championship: Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Love uh, it. Love it. This is gonna I'm, be fun. I'm, I love God's favorite champion, um, uh, the Redeemer. I love him. Uh, Eddie Kingston is fire on the microphone. That they, they had a promo exchange on Rampage that I really enjoyed. Um, and I like Eddie. Eddie Eddie's a believable badass, even though he doesn't look like your prototypical wrestler. He looks like your prototypical backyard wrestler. Yeah. Um, he he's he he's a believable badass. Um, but I, I still think Mero ends up winning the belt or retaining I, I the think- belt. I think so, too. Phillips says, I wish Lana would debut in AEW. Well, Lana posted on her Twitter the other day. 90 days was up. Oh, interesting. Well, then maybe we'll see her somewhere. Yeah. It, would be, it would be nice to see her with the Redeemer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. And they get, you know, it, 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 it's weird because they'll, they'll get a bigger pop than they probably did. I know. <laughs> I, I do kind of want to hear an AEW crowd sing the uh, Lana is the best, <laughs> Lana number one. <laughs> Lana is the best, Lana number uh, one. Are, is that because that's not her real name? I wonder what she'll go by. I guess we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, her her real name is CJ Perry. Yeah. Um, so I guess she could go by CJ or whatever CJ stands for, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess she won't be Lana, most likely. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, our next match, uh, the match to end all feuds, the tag team championship in the steel cage, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Uh, my I don't pick, this is my pick. For, this is my pick for match of the night. Well, you know what? I, the, the one thing about this is a tag match is finally contained, so nobody can do suicide dives jumping out of the ring. So. Uh, jumping out of the ring, you're right, uh, but they can absolutely do it <laughs> off of the cage. 
Um, I was like, no. so don't let's not pretend like that's not going to happen. That's um, going to happen at yeah. least once. At least once. Um, these guys are insane. You might see some ridiculous stuff from the top of that cage. <laughs> uh, but I'm really looking forward to this. This should be a hell of a match. Um, I, I really want to see the Lucha Brothers pick up the belts here. I really, I, I really do. You know, you know what's funny is it's all right. Hang on, you're supposed to be getting Andrade El Idolo versus Pac tonight, right? Versus Pac mm-hmm. tonight, but Pac can't make it. Now I understand this wasn't part of their plan, but the story they're telling is that uh, El Idolo is trying to um, drive a wedge between Pac and the Lucha Brothers. What if Andrade shows up during this match to lend some kind of assistance? To help them win the belts, since Pac didn't show up, Pac's not in their corner. You know, maybe twist. I, I kind of make making lemons out of lemon or making lemonade out of lemons. You know, um, but I so I kind of want to see the Lucha Brothers pick up the win here, or or he could even say something along the lines of like Pac doesn't even bother to show up for the most important match of your careers here in in uh, AEW, and you lost. You know, yeah. either way, um, I, I kind of want to see the Lucha Brothers pick up the belts here. I, I don't. I, I don't know where else the Young Bucks go with them, so I'd kind of like to see the Lucha Brothers win. I, I'd like to see Lucha win, but I see it this way, Sean. They win, and it's like, oh, we could do it without Pac. Maybe. Possible. Yeah. A lot, lot of ways you can skin the cat. So, yeah, so we're in green. It's there. Uh, this match, uh, you want to help me with the pronunciation of um, John Moxley's opponent? Is it Satoshi Kojima. There we go. Yes. Singles match should be fun. Um, Kojima's, you know, a, it, Kojima's a legend in, in, in Japanese wrestling. Uh, this is just part of their 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 forbidden door thing, um, which is very cool. If you can familiarize yourself with Kojima, you can find some stuff online. Um, it, it should be a it'll it'll be a nice introduction to American audiences who aren't familiar with him. I mean, he's an, he's a, he's he's been around a while, but yeah. Um, but I, I John Moxley win here. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. But you know, it's a good it's another good showcase. Uh, nothing to complain about in, in this kind of match. And, I think this is know. all. I think this is all building to eventually Tanahashi showing up. So. Well, I think well, we'll get it, it was because who did Moxley fight? Well, it was in, not in Japan, but it was somewhere on one of those like shows, right? When he was champion, or not like a not the Triple A weekend or something. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, You're not I narrowing know. it down much for me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Moxley wins here. Yeah. All right, this one I can't pick a winner. Chris Jericho versus MJF. Oh my gosh! I know yeah. they've done such a good job with this. I can't tell. Um, because MJF could win and get the absolute bragging rights, and Jericho could sit on commentary and just, you know, be a really good commentator. I mean, he's, he knows what he's doing. Or he does more coming up, huh? He does yeah, well, dates coming up. Yeah, or Jericho could win, um, and maintain his ability to wrestle inside an AEW ring. What would be funny actually is if he beat MJF and then he retired anyway. <laughs> You know that what I mean? Be like, but I'm gonna. It's under my my own. Uh, my, I'm making my call. Yeah, I heard a, a lot of their contracts are up right now, uh, Philip, because like Britt Baker just signed an extend a three year extension, um, or a multi year extension, I should say. I'm not sure how many years. Um, when they originally signed contracts, most of them signed two year contracts with a third year option pickup. Um, so a lot of their contracts are coming up right around now. Um, so you'll you'll hear probably about a lot of people resigning or this anything. Um, I don't think Jericho wants to leave. I think no. he'll he'll hang around AEW in, in some aspect. Um, just because MJF already has a, has the three wins, I th- I'm going to go Jericho to win this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, he does have some great <clears throat> up 
I mean, he's on the road through October. But I mean, he can take a little time off. That's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be on TV every week. I mean, now yeah. they have a roster where he, he doesn't need to, that doesn't need to be the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he wins. You know, but but it maybe it ends the feud. Uh, MJF. I mean, is it something that was a favorite of ours when AEW first launched? So so happy to see where he's at right now. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and figure this: this is a guy, you know that. I mean, unless you really knew your independence or and everything else or where we came from, you know, he wasn't a WWE guy. No, they really did pluck him out of it. I don't mean this as an insult to him. Um, I just mean this as far as people weren't paying attention to a lot of the independents. They plucked him out of relative obscurity. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and put him into a spotlight, and he has made the most of it. Um, yep. He has absolutely uh, pole vaulted himself to star status. Yeah, yeah. So hats off. He's been a favorite of ESPR. Him, and now he's like Joey Janela. Who, well, Joey's. I mean, he's still there. He's he's still working. <laughs> he's um, there. Not he, the MCF level, as I was he, he, No, he just turned on. He just turned heel on a uh, um, his tag team partner. Not that long yeah. ago. So uh, we might see more from him soon. Yeah. Women's championship. Brett Baker versus D M D. Get it right, Dave. All right. Uh, we're, no, you got to do the fingers. <laughs> Versus Chris Statlander. Uh, I mean, it'll be a good match, but Britt Baker's winning. Yeah, uh, they see Chris in this role because they see another matches where I've been too impressed, and then other ones. Like, I, it's uh, it's up and down. I'm hoping this is a good match. Um, and and uh, you know, it's it's Britt's Britt's turn to shine. We've been waiting for this, mm-hmm. and we're here, and let's keep it going. Yeah, agree. All right, awesome. Uh, okay, this other match can't go any other way, Sean. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. The long return of CM Punk. Eight years in a wrestle game. Uh, CM Punk wins. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. seriously, like, like LOL, Punk wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny is uh, somebody was arguing online about this, being like, "Oh no, he can't just show up and beat a former TNT champion." Yada yada yada, and like that's stupid. And I'm like, how is it stupid? He's a former world heavyweight champion, like yeah. from what was considered what, at the time was considered the pinnacle of the wrestling world. Um, I was like, and he, he had the longest reign of the modern era at the time and whatnot. And it's like, so I, what do you mean he can't beat a former team? He hasn't wrestled in seven years. I, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um, he's, he's the cagey veteran at this point. That guy can pull yeah. off a win. I was like, I'm not saying he has to stomp Darby Allen. Like, he could barely beat Darby Allen, but he's going to beat Darby Allen. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a 20-minute, should be a 20-minute match. And yeah. just, you know, no no interference. Let them do their things. Um, you know, one oh, thing that, that's why I like where Sting said he wasn't going to be there. He was going to walk to the back and let them have their match. And, and one thing we will not see, and we better not see there in CM Punk's time, is where there's a bunch of guys crowding around in the ring and somebody jumping off the top rope and they're all winning the catcher. Yeah, I don't like when that happens. You know, so because well, I was you know because Punk always complains about that. Well, I was gonna think like, is that gonna happen if he's like in the ones like big brawls like he was on Wednesday? And you know, yeah, yeah, everybody. Anyways, Punk wins. Oh, John, one more match left. Oh, sorry, you mean the main event of the evening. The AEW World Championship will be defended by Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Um, Kenny Omega wins. Yeah, Kenny wins. I'm surprised. Look, by the way, who'd have thought in 2021, if you said a year ago, yeah, Christian's going to headline a pay-per-view. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, which kudos to him. I mean, he is the Impact champion. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, Kenny wins here, which is kind of weird because the undercard is really good. No no knock to these guys in any way. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a strong undercard. I mean, unless, unless you're planning something big here, like, I don't know, say a 
certain guy named Brian Danielson shows up. I don't know. Would it's it possible. Be it's uh, maybe after. Maybe after. I, I don't think you do it during the match. Well, um, yeah, I, don't, I don't see it until after the match either. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, was it the final countdown? Was that his song? I don't even remember at this point. It's been so long. <laughs> I think before before WWE, I think he was using the final countdown or something. I think that was his uh, theme song. Yeah, I don't even remember at this point. Maybe he was, but it would be funny if that's what it was. Um, now I want to look it up. What was Brian Danielson's? Yeah, final countdown. Really? Yes. That would be amazing. If I heard that, that would be amazing. I could see that, but I could also see them going for some version of Ride of the Valkyries because WWE doesn't own that. No, they don't. You know what I mean? And that's that music's known with him now. Um, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't shock me at all if it was some variation of that. Um, just like, I mean, well, while Punk used it beforehand, too, he also used it in WWE, Cult of Personality. Yeah. That became his big, his big uh, uh, associated song. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see what he uses, but yeah, I, I'm hoping he shows up at the show. Really, yeah, I, it's, they've been teasing that. I mean, Punk's been teasing that. I mean, it's weird now they got all these guys coming in. Uh, you know, are they going to have too many guys? But that's another discussion. Okay, so Brian Danielson. I don't know. Do they have four shows a week? I don't think they have too many guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Ruby Riot. Yeah. Um, Lana. Maybe. Yeah. Three names we think might potentially show up on this show. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And don't be disappointed if they're not there. I don't it's still going to be. It's still going to be a hell of a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still going to be a hell of a card. So don't be disappointed if you don't see people. Yeah. As I always try to say, it's like, oh, I can't believe this person didn't show up. They weren't advertised. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. They were. <laughs> unless they advertised the person to you, you have no right to be upset. Oh, so. Philip Adam Cole. Baby. Hmm. Baby. Baby. <laughs> he could show up. It's possible. Um. Wow, I hadn't thought about that one. No, no, he, one. He, he he did his thing, his uh his cell phone event thing or whatever was the next year and this day of his contract expiring. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's funny is Daniel Bryan would be hot, but Adam Cole might be the hotter jump just because everybody's been wondering what he's going to do in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. No, don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan would be a hot would be would Daniel Bryan would get would get a gigantic reaction as well. Um, I'm just thinking, just wrestling news why wise everybody's been like, where's Adam? What's Adam Cole going to do? No, genuinely nobody knows. You know, so I mean, maybe that might be the one to jump on. Yeah, because you're choking back that last thing. I'm like, yeah, we're never going to see him. But you know, we're going to see the demon, but no Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, fun card. I, you know what? I I give him credit. This is uh, probably one of maybe they're. Uh, maybe not the best card of the year, but it's pretty gosh darn solid. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Philip. I don't know the Cole would be the biggest pop out of everyone. I genuinely don't know. Daniel Bryan is loved by the wrestling community, and yeah. he would be a big, big get for them. And I mean, he always got. Mo- I mean, they both got monster reactions in WWE. Him and um, Daniel Bryan and Cole. Yeah. Um. So I, I genuinely don't know, but here's the thing: both of them will get monster reactions. It doesn't matter which one you get. Yeah, yeah. There's no contest, and they'll be standing in the yeah. back. Mm, that was only eighteen point five decibels. Yeah, no, it was one hundred ninety-three water pop. Exactly. This guy was sitting down when Cole came out, but when Daniel Bryan came out, he was standing. <laughs> that would be so. That would be so stupid. Uh, but you know, but right, cool. you, you you read the uh, you know the uh, you don't read the comments. 
Don't read the yeah, don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. All right, so that is uh, going to be it for this week. Uh, hopefully, you guys are excited for All Out. We are as well. Make sure you stay safe this weekend, yeah. uh, especially if you're traveling. Uh, Labor Day is Labor Day weekend is the uh, worst weekend for car accidents and fatalities, uh, only behind Memorial Day weekend. So please, 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 please be careful if you're going to be out there this weekend. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody is back next time we're live and uh, reviewing All Out. Uh, so please remember to uh, uh, find us wherever you can. Uh, you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. Search for us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. And then subscribe, obviously. And finally, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com under the media tabs, ESPR. It's our most recent episode every single time. Go check it out if you need to find us and you need your fix immediately. So that's it for this week. Until next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Get outside. <laughs>